Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. One night in 1858, during a train trip... I don't know how to thank you, sir. Oh, no, don't mention it. I'm ever so grateful for you buying these tickets. You're not knowing our name or anything, mister? Pullman's my name. I'm glad I can help you, ma'am. Baby looks so tired and sleepy. We've been traveling since 4 o'clock yesterday morning and changing cars so often it's pretty hard for a little fellow. Yeah. I'll just lay my coat over him. Thank you so much. We had to wait three hours on the platform at Buffalo. The wind's awful cold these nights. Well, it isn't much warmer in here. But at least you can stretch out, ma'am. Oh, we're all right now, Mr. Pullman. That's good. You know, I never expect to see the inside of one of these sleeping cars. Isn't it thrilling to think of being able to travel without sitting up all night? It isn't very comfortable or very safe, for that matter. These bunks should have railings to keep the passengers from sliding off the shelves. Tickets, please. Well, that was a steep curve. Well, threw me off my feet. And you've been riding on trains as long as I have. You'll learn to keep your balance. Can't expect speed and comfort, too. Well, I'm anxious to get home, but I wish we'd slow down some. If they considered comfort, they'd put up a railing on these bunks so we'd have something to hold on to. Some folks never satisfied. Next thing, they'll be wanting us to set up a bedstead in here so people can really go to sleep. A bedstead? Well, why not? It'd be a godsend to sick people and old folks and children. You're talking about the Palace Hotel, mister, not a train. People who want to be that comfortable to stay home. But unfortunately, they sometimes have to travel. Yes, sir. That's what we need. That'll be progress. A palace hotel on wheels. developed his idea for the traveling hotel. He experimented with models and considerably improved two old railway cars which he made. Then he paused in his experiments when he was called to Chicago to assist in the tremendous task of raising that entire city several feet to install solid foundations. Then, with $18,000 of his own money, he created the first Pullman Palace car named the Pioneer. Come in, Mr. Pullman. Won't you be seated? Well, thanks, Mr. Joy. I want to talk to you about your sleeping car. I saw the Pioneer the other day. Now, the Michigan Central might be interested. It's quite different from the old Rattlers. You saw the oil stoves for heating, the candle lighting fixtures. Yes, and those hinge seats are very clever, Pullman. The upper berths dropping from the ceiling, suspended by ropes and pulleys. Very ingenious. Now, I'm glad you see its value, Mr. Joy. And I have some new improvements in mind. Well, as I said before, we might be interested, Mr. Pullman. I'd be proud to have my cars on the Michigan Central. We'll consider taking over your entire output for, say, the next two or three years, depending on the term. I'm sure we can arrange terms. The cost of each car will be approximately $24,000. Are you crazy? Why, our cars cost an average of $4,000. $24,000 a car? Ridiculous. Mr. Joy, that's the cost of the car. I'm in this for more than money. I'm just impractical enough to want to be of service to mankind. Service to mankind, indeed. And who would be able to pay for such service? No one. Oh, yes, because in time I hope to provide a real comfort and safety, special care for the sick, good ventilation, even dining cars so passengers won't have to leave the train. 
These cars are just the beginning. The Michigan Central is not prepared to throw money down the sink to gratify your whims. Service to mankind. To break any road in existence. Do you realize we would have to charge a minimum of $2 to justify the investment? People will always be willing to pay a premium for the best to be had. Our present minimum charge is 50 cents. People wouldn't tolerate an increase. The cars would be empty. Oh, no, they wouldn't. You're closing your eyes to progress. The Michigan Central would like to use your cars, but we can't afford to build them. Mr. Joy, if I could prove my theory, would you be interested? What's your proposition? I'll provide the cars at my own expense. You use them. In addition to your old-type sleepers, and you'll find that the people will pay the extra fare to ride in Pullman. Yes, I'll own the cars, and I'll rent them to you on a mileage basis. Mr. Pullman, it would be hardly fair to take advantage of such a proposition. I'm not making a mistake, and I'm prepared to stand by my offer. Very well. The Michigan Central accepts your offer. Pullman had made no mistake. The public patronized his cars immediately, and soon the company which he formed was providing them for all the railroads at a tremendous profit. The enterprise grew to such an extent that there was a constant need for larger shops and more workmen to keep up with the demand. Later, Pullman saw an opportunity to realize a long-cherished ambition. In 1879, the company bought a tract of 3,500 acres outside the city limits of Chicago. It's a magnificent project, Mr. Pullman. Everything has to be perfect, gentlemen. The most up-to-date shops surrounded by a model city for my workmen. Sewers, water mains, and pipings are all laid, Mr. Pullman. Streets have been filled in. We're ready to lay foundations and do the landscaping. There'll be no continual tearing up of these streets to provide for utilities. Well, the shops are nearly finished. And construction is underway on all types of dwellings. Homes, flats, boarding houses. That's right. This must be the ideal community, gentlemen. Spare no expense. Make it perfect. I want my workmen to have the best possible living conditions. Fair wages, reasonable living expenses. That's my dream, my desire, my determination. Well, it's a privilege to work on this, Mr. Pullman. No false charity. They'll pay their way, of course, but they'll get the best. city of Pullman was completed in time, but George Pullman, who conceived the project, was not the sole pilot of its destinies. It was really controlled by the Pullman Company, which had thousands of shareholders. Among them were certain powerful individuals who insisted that the town should be made to pay large dividends on their investment. Chicago had grown almost beyond belief, and in 1889 it was proposed that Pullman be incorporated as a part of that city. The company was not desirous of this change, but... The workmen. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll show them. Exploiting the working man. Yeah, gas and water, everything cheaper. Yeah. We'll vote to be annexed to Chicago. Uh, quiet, quiet, everybody. Can't you keep quiet? I'm supposed to be the spokesman. He'll be coming in a minute. Pullman? Well, where is he? Pullman, you're crazy. He wouldn't come here now. He wouldn't dare. Yes, I'm right here, man. What's the trouble? Oh, it's about the election, Mr. Pullman. We're not satisfied. Uh, you bet we're not. Charging us three prices for everything. 
have to live here to keep our job. Shut oh, up. Let him talk, can't you? That's right. We have to live here. Have to buy at the company stores. Have to pay high prices. Have to live here to keep your jobs. Huh. Don't you know this town was built expressly for you? A fortune was spent on it. Uh, so now you're guarding us to get it back, eh? Out in the millions at our expense. Let me talk for a minute. What? Yeah, what do you got to say? All my life, I wanted the men who worked with me to share my good fortune. I've tried to put everything you needed here, comfort, happiness in the community. Uh, you're not giving anything away. We've paid for every brick. Wait, 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 men, wait, wait. The Pullman Company owns this town, not I. Unfortunately, they want a return on their investment. Yeah, the company, yeah? Well, we'll show the company. Yeah, we'll... We're voting to be annexed to Chicago. Oh, I'm not trying to control your votes. If you think that's the thing to do, go ahead. We've got to do it, Mr. Pullman. It's all settled. Oh, very well, boys. Go ahead. I'm glad you have the courage to do what you think is right. Uh, come on, boys. All right. Come on. Too bad, George. Oh, Jim, I know now what the trouble is. Lack of understanding, knowledge. And by George, I'm not true. I want to reward the men who've helped me build this fortune. With the experienced eyes of age, I'm looking to the future. And now I know what's needed. Education. I'm going to build a school. A school for manual training. And I want it to have the most modern equipment. Their boys are going to have a real chance. A better chance than you have. Yes, but the expense... Oh, hang the expense. Give me an idea of what it'll cost. Well, I'm afraid it can't be done under a million dollars. <laughs> a million, eh? Then I'll allow a million and a half. And if through the medium of this school their sons are able to recognize when it comes the knock of opportunity, then I shall have been more than well repaid. The city of Pullman was annexed to Chicago, but Pullman carried on. The school was only one of the many philanthropies of the industrious man who brought comfort and joy to the long, tedious hours of railroad travel. It is a far cry from the hard, cold benches of the train coach of the past to the modern, cushioned palace cars of today with all the comforts of a home. Yet, George Pullman was the man who envisioned it all. Yada, you find a club car and cocktail lounge at the rear of the train, sir. Thank you, sir. Order which way for a shave? Uh, forward, sir. The barber shop and beauty parlor. Four cars ahead. Shave, haircut, Marcel, and everything. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Must call for dinner. Dining car ahead, ma'am, or can I serve you here? Sick man? Would you like a compartment? I don't know what's wrong with him. Perhaps I'd better see a doctor at the next station. I'm the conductor, madam. We have a nursery and hospital with a car forward. Oh. Especially for mothers with young children. A registered nurses in attendance. We'll uh, move you forward at once. A porter. Yes. Call the maid. Yes. If the doctor is necessary, we'll have him board at San Bernardino. Just ten minutes. Thank you so much. There, 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 darling. Radio in the club car, sir. We are now being served the dining car. 
The dream of a far-seeing man was responsible for all the comforts of rail travel today. His career is an inspiration to every American businessman. He built a great institution based on a single idea, the desire to benefit his fellow man. George Mortimer Pullman, Captain of Industry. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.